1: Hey, ladies
2: and gentlemen, we love Halloween here on that story show. And we do? Uh, well, I do. I like candy and <laughs> costumes and that's what it means to me. We like spooky stories. So if you have any, send them to that story show at gmail.com or call us at 1-833-55-STORY. You have until the 27th or the 26th actually of the month. Get your spooky stories and send them in and we'll use them on the show and it'll be great. great thanks enjoy the show
1: rated e for everyone 10 and up this episode is
2: brought to you by our patrons like maddie cruz marcella and matthew a launer who support the show via patreon sign up at patreon and get patreon only stories ad-free listening and more join today at patreon.com slash that story show
3: you're listening to get the crap get the crap get the
2: that Story Show, Stupid Crap. Hey! I just it used what they story. give me. Story Show, people, you
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into his sweet house. I left her some guano.
4: Hey! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, the show that puts your real-life stories into the spotlight. It is episode 427, brought to you the week of October 22nd, 2022. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and today, John is not here. And um, I'm, I'm going to celebrate that. I'm going to celebrate that by bringing you a guest host. He is a longtime listener. He's a good friend. He's the current host of Audacity, to podcast and former host Yes, of the ramen noodle. You know him. You already love him. I share a lot of listeners with him. Uh, Daniel J. Lewis, welcome to the show.
5: Thank you. It is so fun to be talking with you. And in in honor of John, uh, James, what do you call cheese that isn't yours?
2: Um, I don't know. What do you call cheese that isn't yours?
5: Nacho cheese. Oh! <laughs>
2: Thank you. Thank you for that was for you, John. Bringing the spirit of John into the podcast. So tell me what you're up to these days. Um the people that listen to my show know that I get my podcast reviews from you. So tell us about mypodcastreviews.com.
5: Yeah, it's a service. It's the main aspect of my business. I mean, this is all the boring stuff right now. But right. the main aspect of my business is not comedy anymore. I don't do comedy anymore. I mean, I like comedy, but I just don't host comedy so i i help podcasters and my podcastreviews.com is one of those services that helps you to engage your audience through your podcast reviews and does more in the near future with an awesome logo Ah! that james designed yeah we had fun with that didn't we Hey, if you want a little sneak peek draw dot com. yeah But I I just help podcasters. That's what I do now for my business. And that's the podcast that I host is all serious stuff. That's the podcast that most likely you listening right now, you don't want to listen to my other podcast because it's about RSS feeds and microphones and rss tags and boring technical stuff like that but if you're a podcaster you're probably salivated
2: it's definitely your show if you're a podcaster and and there's a lot of my listeners that do their own podcast or are interested in it and if you are that's the place to go that's where i go when i have a question and half the time when i google something something from daniel j lewis pops up that's how involved he is in the podcasting community and how influential he is He's, uh, he's a great guy and he says it's boring and all that kind of stuff. But for people like me, it's, it's, it's cake. It's like eating cake. So (laughs) it is awesome. I like that. Um, so anyway, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could make it. This is like been long overdue. We've known each other for years and years and years. And, uh, this is the first time we've ever podcasted together. So I'm very glad to do it.
5: You've invited me to be on the podcast before.
2: Yes. When?
5: Like a long time ago. Okay. And it was going to be, you had four episodes left that you were going to do and then end the podcast. (laughs) And you invited me to be on and I so, so, so wanted to be on. Uh Uh-huh. But I was getting married at that point.
2: Oh, well, you, you <laughs> couldn't have postponed it? Come on!
5: <laughs> hey, honey, do you mind if I step away from the honeymoon for a moment and yeah. record a little podcast here with a friend? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I kind of wonder if I'd if i been a guest on the podcast back then, I wonder if things would have turned out differently for me because things didn't work out on the other side. But the podcast <laughs> is still going, so yay! <laughs>
2: You never know, man. You never know. You just have to take it one step at a time. And yeah. I'm, I'm. Uh, well, I'm glad we finally got you on and we'll have to do it again. I've already decided that it is a good idea, so we'll, we'll do it again. Uh, we always start with an opening story and this one, I'm going to just go ahead and tell you guys, um, everybody has their favorite kind of stories. Some of you like uh, bruises and bumps stories. Some of you like embarrassing stories. Um, One of my personal favorite kind of stories is middle school drama. I I love that we have a a bunch of middle schoolers that listen to the show because it's the only thing they're allowed to listen to and they want to participate. And so they send in some of the quote-unquote best stories um, that we ever get. And this one is not 100% middle school drama, but it is middle school drama heavy. So if you like some of my favorite stories then you'll enjoy this episode very much. And we'll start with the first middle school drama called Are You That Story Show? <laughs> it's just are you, you know, <laughs> the letters. Are, you, are you there? Yeah. So here it goes. Are you, th- are, are 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 that story show? And if you are, then I was seventh birthday. I was young to school summer lunch thing. And after lunch, I was walking home and I fell on my face and I was gushing blood. A big rock was stuck in my face. When I got home, I eat cake.
5: <laughs> that, that's what you do. Yeah. When you get a big rock stuck in your face, you don't take the rock out. No. That's a lesson, boys and girls. Never take the thing out. When you're impaled, do not take it out like they do in the movies. Yeah. I, but instead, eat go, cake. Go eat some cake.
2: I hope I get
5: on the show. And if this is a random person, then I hope you
2: liked my story. <laughs> <laughs> I am Batman for Idaho. I'm a middle school. Wow. He's a whole Idaho middle school. Idaho has
5: their own Batman.
2: And their own middle school Batman. It's it's crazy. He's a middle school. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I want to read it again. That's how much I love middle school drama. It is so wonderful. They don't know how to write and yet they send their stuff and it's just it's great so anyway he was gushing blood and a big rock was stuck in his face i'm i'm sure some some of that is true i'm not sure but uh let's uh let's rewind the week
0: yeah
2: all right, so um, Weekly Rewind is where we take something from the last seven days or so. Sometimes it's a little longer. This one um, was about a month ago, and I was sitting and eating with my wife, and it's this is dumb. I just want to tell you in advance, it's not funny. It's just the way my brain works, and it'll give you a little peek into my mind. But um, we were sitting and eating Pad Thai at a restaurant called Pad Thai, uh, it's impossible to find on Google Maps because when you type in Pad Thai, it shows you every restaurant in St. Louis that happens to serve Pad Thai. But anyway, it's the Pad Thai on Lamplighter Square, if you if you're in the, the area. It is very good and it's very awesome. But they have these big open windows, and we're sitting next to them. And I see an ambulance pull up and everybody stops eating and looks at the ambulance with its lights and everything going and and I suddenly had an idea. I don't know where it came from, but it was just, it's, I just want to share it just in case you find it humorous. Um, I thought, what if ambulances were psychic and this is how they operated. You would just be standing somewhere or shopping or, you know, walking with your kid and an ambulance pulls up and then you have to wonder, is it for me? You know they they're here. They know a, something's going to happen. They know who's going to get hurt. They they came in anticipation, but nobody knows who in you know like in our restaurant s- scenario, somebody in this in there was about to have a, a coughing fit or a, or a heart attack or or something like that, and we none of us knew who it was going to be. And how weird would that be if that was reality? If 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 ambulances just drove to the location you know, in a sci-fi world and, and waited for, for whatever was going to happen to happen.
5: And then they just, excuse me, sir, (laughs) you're about to have a heart
2: attack. What? (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little like, uh, what, what's the movie with Tom Cruise, Uh, uh, minority report, minority report mixed with, with the ambulance trade. You know, I don't know what, if they're a trade or not, but anyway, i just i thought it was funny and um and it's weird so now whenever i see an ambulance i'm like yo they're here for me Why are they are they here for that guy over there i don't know but i know they come in response but what if they came in advance that would just be so weird so they they had save more people i think you know if they if they were there before it happened maybe they could stop it i don't know anyway that's my weekly update
5: Future got. health division. Future. <laughs> See, Tom Cruise's character worked for the future crimes division. Yeah. So I'm th- yeah. trying to think what, what is that future medical emergency division? Yeah. The um, FMD, yeah. Future medical FMED, F-M- well, the FMED, the FMED is here. Yeah. It's, the FMED is here to save you.
2: It's like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day where he, he saved that guy from choking, you know, when he got all his crap together. And he quit trying to kill himself over and over. Yeah, he he does the Heimlich on a on a guy every day. He saves his life. And because uh, because Groundhog Day is a wonderful movie. But anyway, so what do you got? Mine was dumb, like I said.
5: So I've got a couple things. One happened as le- as recently as last night. The other happened somewhat recently, but not last seven days. <laughs> So I'll give you the the uh, somewhat recent thing first. So I have a little boy, he's five years old, and we like to walk around. He loves being outside, and there's an ice cream shop that I wanted to take him to near some other things that we were doing. So I decided we would walk around a little bit, get some nice fresh air, the weather was great, and there was a crosswalk, and I'm trying to teach him all of these things to understand, because I, I have this paranoia in my mind, like I yeah. think any parent does, that, oh my gosh, I need to teach him how to not get killed. right? <laughs> just living normal life. So I'm teaching him about the crosswalk and I say, the red hand tells us to stop. And then I had the other moment that I needed him to watch for when we could go. And as soon as the words left my mouth, I realized something needs to change. I need to teach this a different way or the signs need to change. Okay. I'd said, the red hand says to stop. We can't go until the white man says we can.
2: Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you might want to alter your your methods there. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Only
5: when the white man tells us we can move can we go
2: gosh i thought he was green but i guess he's a white dude yeah
5: you know once i realized that i started looking around and realizing most of these yeah it's a white man oh wow i mean every now and then maybe put a skirt on it you know and then you know it's (laughs) waiting until the white woman
2: yeah 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 Uh, that's gonna become a political issue eventually i can guarantee it. then it started here everybody you heard it here first that's funny oh man I, I know when we moved to St. Louis, my ki- my daughter was in third grade and we still had, we had to start over almost teaching them about crossing the street because we lived on a street in Florida that they could just run across. Really? I mean, they looked, but it wasn't a tra- heavily trafficked, you know, but now we live on a place that has stop signs. Every block there's cars running stops, stop signs, you know, there, there is no crossing, uh, lights. And uh, it was scary for us for a long time. Um, And now they're driving it, and it's even worse. But that's hilarious, the white man. Um, The
5: other thing that happened, and this was just last night. (laughs) Every Friday night, I I play some Xbox games with some friends. And I have this weird thing that happens where... If I try to crack my neck, or even I've discovered if I visit uh, a chiropractor and uh, he cracks my neck. Uh, now, by the way, do not try and crack your neck. Yes, thank I've, you. Thank <laughs> you for saying that. Oh. It it might feel good, and it's a difficult habit to break, and that's my problem. Yeah, is I, I've heard, I heard I it causes
2: to, you to have to do it more, is what I've heard.
5: Like I, I've heard that that feeling of cracking knuckles or joints... Uh-huh actually releases endorphins that people can get addicted to. Really? Is that what it is? Yeah. I I don't know how often that's actually the case, but... It's certainly a difficult, we very go. difficult habit. Here we
2: go. I'm releasing no. no is- oh God! I just, my head just fell off. Sorry. I'll, I'll
5: probably. Oh it up no, no the I, microphone. You know how you salivate when you see or think of delicious food? Yeah. Now my neck is just like screaming. Crack me! Crack me! <laughs> <laughs> just seeing you do pretend to do it. So, uh, I don't, I don't know where. And by the way, here's a side thing. I've heard of a guy was driving and cracked his neck, broke his neck, no. And died. So don't crack your neck.
2: Yes, please, children, especially that listen to this show, don't don't do it. Don't do it.
5: The more you know.
2: Yes, thank you. I, I will play. Whew.
5: Yes. Oh. Anyway. So I have this problem. It's a bad habit. I'm yes. trying to break it. Of yes. cracking my neck. Jesus and help him. When I do, or if a chiropractor even does it for me, which I've discovered is surprising, it makes me nauseous. Oh, Without fail, I get nauseous, and I feel like I have to throw up eventually. And it's all completely self-inflicted. Like, if I didn't try to crack my neck or crack my neck, I wouldn't get nauseous. And I'm feeling fine right now. And it's something that usually goes away very quickly. And frequently, the nausea results in throwing up. And throwing up is one of those things that Mm. I hate doing.
2: I love hearing about it, though.
5: As a kid, I used to throw up so badly that I'd burst the blood vessels next to my eyes. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah, yeah. didn't even know that was
2: possible.
5: So, I'd visited the chiropractor yesterday because I've been sick recently, just getting over a cold, and my body was really stiff. But I was a good boy. I did not crack my neck while I was sick. Really wanted to, but I resisted. And when I was feeling healthy enough, I went to the chiropractor, had him adjust me, my back, and some other stuff like that. Uh But I started feeling nauseous. This is all yesterday. I started feeling nauseous later in the evening
2: Uh
5: and uh, felt fine enough to eat dinner with my son. And then later in the evening was playing an Xbox game with some friends after my son had already gone to bed. And I could feel it coming. No! That that dreadful you know when your saliva starts yeah and you getting, get the chills
2: <laughs> yeah yes
5: yeah yeah and you can just feel like your your saliva changes consistency i think it's kind <laughs> of like a lubrication to just make everything <laughs> it's slow, getting ready smoother.
2: it's like a countdown all right we ready everybody let's get this thing going oh.
5: so i i in the game that we were playing uh, we had these breaks every 10 minutes or so to load the next level. And so I, I'd have to occasionally say, okay, guys, I'll be right back. Uh, I go to the bathroom and throw up. Oh, and then I thought, okay, I got it out of my system. I'm glad. Usually it just takes that one bit yeah, of throwing up. Yeah, and you the, feel the amount,
2: better. Yeah,
5: The amount of throwing up, the amount that I expel doesn't seem to make a difference, but it <laughs> seems like, like just the <laughs> act of it. Okay. relieves me and and then I'm I'm fine usually the rest of the time. Uh-huh. Not last night. No. No. The combination of the headset on my head. Yeah. Squeezing into my head, uh, coughing because of getting over this cold and still having some latent coughing and the right, headaches that right. were caused by that. After nearly every level, I had to say, excuse me guys. You're so committed. Run to the bathroom.
2: <laughs> You're so committed <laughs> to your gaming <laughs>
5: Came back. Okay, guys, ready to go.
2: Wow, wow. Too bad it wasn't a VR headset. You, you wouldn't even have to set anything down. You could just <laughs> you could just be in the bathroom and, and in another world at the same time. And
5: just they see my little character just drop to his knees and <laughs> start <laughs> all my guns anything. and ammo and loot just starts coming out of my mouth oh, while I'm bending my over. Gosh,
2: I love puke stories. You know, I I said earlier we'd have you back. I changed my mind. So <laughs>
5: <laughs> I knew you would say that
2: <laughs> I knew it. I knew it too. Somehow or another, I, I knew it. No, I, I, uh, uh, we've got a, we've got a story later coming up about somebody bursting blood vessels. And, uh, Ooh. so yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'd never heard of that before. And then, and then you say it in your weekly update. I want to take a second though, and thank our patrons, uh, I love all our patrons. You guys are awesome. I love all our listeners, first of all, but patrons are the one are the listeners that have said, "You know what? I want to want to give back a little bit, and I can, and so I will." And I know there's a ton of you that want to, and you can't, so you get credit in my book for for being like being a patron. But some folks can do it, and they do. And the Corner Cutter Podcast just became a five dollar a month patron. And Aaron Insom became a $1 patron. I just wanted to thank you guys on the air. I appreciate it. You can become a patron too, by going to patreon.com slash that story show. And for as little as a dollar a month, uh, or, or, uh, even it's like 10 50 annually, you know, you can, you can get ad free listening and, um, other perks, uh, and roles on our discord server and that kind of thing. So anyway, uh, we also have some listener emails that I'd like to mention. I wanted to thank Max Miller for drawing me what is possibly one of the first pieces of fan art that I've ever gotten. He drew me a Buzz Lightyear, and it's if you want to see it, it's posted to our Instagram at That Story Show. So Instagram slash that story show, if you're on your PC or just pull up, uh, Instagram and subscribe, you know, to the, that story show. That's, that's where we post stuff like that. But yeah, I wanted to let people know if you want to draw stuff and send it in, that would be awesome. We'll put it on our Instagram. We'll talk about it on the show. Uh, you know, obviously we can't show it on the show. I would love to, but he sent me uh, a PSD file, which thankfully I have uh, Photoshop. I was able to open it. But send them in JPEG or PNG or, you know, GIF format or something like that, or GIF if you're weird. Um, That would be great. Uh, We have a couple of reviews I like to read. Speaking of mypodcastreviews.com, it is a place where you can get not just reviews from America, but all over the world, mostly English-speaking countries. Wow. Yeah, it's a a great service, and I'm a subscriber, so... um, Uh, and, 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 uh, Daniel likes it too, for some reason, but a great show is what wish this nickname was free says. It's a classic. I could listen to this show all the time. I met a guy today or this week named Michael, and I got to eat lunch with him and his family there from Georgia. And he's listened to every single podcast that we've ever done three times. He's gone through the entire archive three times. That's more than I've listened to it, and I, I, yeah. So I was very impressed with that. It was great. Uh, That's commitment.
5: The, the chat insanity. room is
2: the chat room's calling it rookie numbers, but I don't care. I think that I mean there's hours and hours. It's insane. But James Middleton Lovell says this podcast is so funny. I was crying and laughing after the Hallelujah story, and I love the songs at the end. I. I <laughs> I love that review because he started <laughs> at the beginning and I got news for you, buddy. Stuff changes. So you might not like the show after the first 30 is over. So David, That reminds me of spoiler, one David of the reviews.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of one of the reviews for the ramen noodle uh, way back. So it went through multiple formats uh, back in the early days where like the first nine episodes took me two years to get out. But I put so many hours into those 15-minute episodes Mm. that I I felt like I've put more work into this than anything else I'd done. And this was in my early days of podcasting. And one of the reviews said something like, oh, I love the show after you get past the first nine episodes or so.
2: Oh, (laughs) that's the worst. That is the worst. Oh,
5: (laughs) but I made this for you
2: did this for you you people anyway i i love that folks listened from the beginning but uh yeah i got news for you too it it does change it it it, it evolves it evolves quite a bit so anyway um some of you guys like the jokes that we told on the show the other day and so i decided that we should have a joke segment i don't have uh, a sound effect for it So I'm just going to play this instead. All right, so a man walks into a bar and it's empty. It's just him and the bartender. He sits down and orders a drink. He hears someone whisper, I like your tie. The man looks around, but he doesn't see anyone. That color looks nice on you. And he asks the bartender, excuse me, but are you speaking to me? And the bartender rolls his eyes and says, no, sorry about that. It's the peanuts. They're complimentary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Teacher. Anyone who thinks he's stupid may stand up. Nobody stands up. Teacher. I'm sure there are some stupid students in here. Little Johnny stands up and the teacher says, oh, Johnny. You think you're stupid? Little Johnny says, No, I just feel bad that you're standing by yourself. (laughs) So, two antennas decided to get married. The ceremony was pretty boring, but the reception was great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They hurt, they hurt bad. Uh, Phil walks into his boss's office one day and says, Sir, I'll be honest with you. I know the economy isn't great, but. I've got three companies after me, and I'd like to ask for a raise, respectfully. After a few minutes of haggling, the boss finally agrees to give him a 5% raise, and he happily gets up to leave. By the way, the boss asks Phil as he leaves his office, what three companies are after you? And then Phil replies, the electric company, the water company, and the phone company. (laughs) What's the best part about living in Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Those are our jokes for today. I don't know. Tell me what you think about this segment. Is it worth keeping? Do you like stupid jokes? (laughs) Because I like stupid jokes, so... Anyway, ah, uh, we, uh, have an Halloween episode coming up next week. So you have just a few days to get your stories and jokes in. We're recording on Saturdays for just, uh, about a month because I have started a new job and I'm training and I'm out of town on Thursday nights. So you have until, uh, the 27th that's next Thursday. OK, so um, what what I want is I want stories. They can even for this one episode be ghost stories that you've heard. OK, like campfire stories, like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, that kind of stuff, because um, I've, I've got one I'm going to tell from my childhood that I remember getting told around a campfire. Um, but but if you have spooky real life stories that things that have happened to you, we would love to hear them. Uh, times you've scared the crap out of people. Uh, are also fit in that category um, and then send in your halloween jokes and we'll 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 put them in the show we'll weave them into the show it would be great uh, we have a segment that we haven't done in a while it's called laughs from the past and this is from episode 12 it's brought to you by our friend nathan caldwell and uh it's it's called glue puzzle glue it's from episode 12 let's let's take a step back in the past
6: i was at walmart the other day and my i was i usually go and take uh my daughter off uh we just walk around the store breaking stuff so that my wife can shop Mm -hmm. jenna free and uh, instead of putting so her in her cart this week, I was like, you know what? Let that me what put it on the floor. We'll have her have her walk around. I'll just follow her around and see see what she sees. And man, yeah. it was awesome. She she's walking down and she saw a sewing kit with a butterfly on the top. And she's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. and she just loved that. And uh, then we got to the aisle where it was just nothing but those fake flowers, and she was like, flowers, flowers, and she was just all amazed. She was by twelve. The entire, it was weird. Flowers. And it was just really cool because you know watching and seeing things through through a little girl's eyes is just so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got through the toy aisle. She went down every every single toy and touched it and poked buttons and learned how to make dinosaurs talk and all kinds of junk like that. And and then I was like kind of interested in some stuff across the way, so I'm, I am I kind of got my back to her, and I'm looking, and then I hear her go, uh-oh, yucky, uh-oh, yucky. And I turn around, and dude, she has gotten a hold. She had been messing with bottles of uh, the, the glue that they use to put puzzles together. Puzzle glue? Ooh. Yeah, puzzle glue. There you go. <laughs> and... um <laughs> was wondering what the name was that's genius <laughs> uh and so one of them undoubtedly had been cracked and it's all over her hands mm-hmm. and she's starting to rub them together and the little black nuggets yeah, are forming that yeah. you got when you're a kid you know when you get uh, glue on your hands uh so i'm like oh man don't get it on your clothes girl put put your <laughs> hands together and, and i pick her up and i and she's facing uh out from me i've got her across my chest and she's she's like just right there and i walk her all the way to the front because her mama just called me told me it's time to go so uh i get to the front and i'm like uh jenna i gotta go to the bathroom real quick and wash her hands she's got glue all over her hands and i look down i look down and jenna's trying to pull her hands apart. Okay. Her hands are glued together. <laughs> like, Dude. like what? Like like, like she's praying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was just being really good, hold her hands together and not get them on her clothes. I'd, be, I'd even complimented her on it. You're being such a good girl. And and she's probably down there going, I have no hope of ever growing up and using both my hands, but I will be obedient to my father. <laughs> so anyway, the old lady that was in line in front of Jen turns around and she's immediately concerned and she's not saying anything but she's like horrified because and i me and jen are cracking jokes i'm like yeah you ought to know better than to leave her with me and jen's like man go wash her up well anyway i go wash her up and come back and immediately you know the water hits the hands it comes apart it's not like a real glue uh but the old lady's walking by with her husband when i'm coming out and she goes uh how did you get it off of her and i says uh I said, "Oh, it wasn't a big deal. It was just, you know, as soon as the water hit it, it came apart." And I go to Jen, and she's like, "Yeah, man." She was asking all kinds of questions after you left, like, "Oh, can you trust her with him?" With her, and uh, oh, you know, what kind of glue was that? And she was all amazed. I bet she had her cell phone out and was about to call the hotline, you know, the child abuse hotline. <laughs> but anyway, her hands are fine, obviously. But yeah. dude, that's stinking hilarious. And that's um, pretty good. Thank you, David, for your support. Yeah. I'll be sure to laugh at yours just as greatly as you're laughing at mine. <laughs> so David was not a
2: very good co-host when you, <laughs> when you think about it. Everybody misses David, but do you really? Do you miss David's the idea of David? Or do you just... <laughs> do you, you realize what he brought to the show? He never laughed at my stuff. But anyway, no. Uh, I, I love that. And I remember it like it was yesterday. Her poor little hand stuck in a praying position out in front of her she was just trying to be obedient and yeah her she doesn't know that 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 there's hope she doesn't know she was probably two and a half you know at the time and uh as far as she knew this was the new this was life this is the way it was going to be so it's hard to believe she's she's almost 18 now
5: wow with her hands still glued together
2: yes (laughs)
5: and thus began james's new discipline method get his book on amazon today
2: yes (laughs) if you aren't getting along if you 2 don't stop it i'm gluing your hands together that's
5: that's you know i should do i had a a bad incident with glue a long time ago and it was super glue oh and that's you can probably guess where this story is going once i start telling it skin i was working with something. I, I think I had one hand holding, yeah, that's what it was. I was holding something together because, you know, the the most difficult thing about glue is that you usually have to hold something together and work with the glue at the same time. right. So I was holding this thing together with one hand, and I had the glue with the other hand, and they don't make these glue things easy. To open. You know, they should just make it where you like you press a button with your one hand that's holding the glue and Seems the glue like opens and you sense. can start using it. Yeah. But no, this had the little twist cap on it. And I was having some difficulty. So I, I'm holding this thing. I, I I had to keep holding this thing. I had the glue in the other hand and it had the cap on it, and I, I couldn't get the cap off without compromising holding the thing. So what's the other thing I have to work with? My mouth. No!
2: Like, <laughs> no! No, stop. Just stop right now. Because there's nothing good that can come from this at all. Every possible outcome means your lips are gone.
5: So I take the glue.
2: No! Said <laughs> stop. <laughs> I will mute you. No, go ahead. Ted, it.
5: <laughs> I I put it, put the cap in my mouth. Uh... And I thought, this is no problem because I'm only holding the cap there are no holes in the cap no glue is going to get in my mouth mm-hmm. so holding the thing with my left hand wouldn't be a story holding the glue with my right that hand that was true and the glue cap is stuck <laughs> so i have to really twist hard to get it unstuck and in twisting it i'm also squeezing yes, you're the glue putting
2: it under pressure
5: so as soon as the cap comes off this glue sprays onto my mouth
2: ah
5: and I get the glue cap glued with my mouth closed <laughs> around it. No, <laughs> you know, like how how some people need the uh, the, the the trachea pin, or something pin to breathe stuck
2: through their their hole. Yeah, their trachea yeah. hole. Yeah,
5: I, I had that on my mouth.
2: Wow, wow, how did I you lost that? a few
5: layers of skin? Ah!
2: see, I knew it. I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. That's the worst. That's the worst. The only thing that works is like nail remover, nail polish remover. And where are you going to get that? You know? So,
5: yeah, especially as a bachelor, it's like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't care about my fingernails. How, how was I going to have fingernail so, polish? Remover? So how
2: did you get out of that? How, what, what happened? Did you just live with it for I, a while until your skin cells? <laughs> eventually grew? I cut my food
5: into really tiny little pieces and put them through the-
2: <laughs> that was his, him communicating and eating at the same time.
5: I communicated with only whistles yeah. from then on. <laughs> I, I, I eventually was able to get it off because I, I'd realized it was, mm. I'd realized my mistake right away. So I think I caught it quickly enough, but I did um, still have some glue stuck to my lips for uh, I think about a week. Wow. Just, it, it looked like just extra chapped lips, but right, right, right. in that t- tiny little that spot. That's
2: terrible. That is terrible. This is the second time that you've grossed me out. This is not allowed. This <laughs> <laughs> just not good at least you didn't have a bunch of facial hair in the way it's stuff just complications but anyway oh, yeah. uh, all right it's time for a word from our sponsors
6: All
2: right, here's what you've been waiting for. This is called Insane Swim. It's from Micah. I'm guessing that's how that's pronounced. Micah. I, Micah. 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 My, my name is Micah. And I my story is about when me and my family would go swimming at the local lake. I never personally went swimming. It was more like wading. And I did stay in the shallow water that was where the babies play <laughs> <laughs> i liked it nice and somewhat deep though my older sister however saw this as an opportunity to teach me how to swim oh, no. she no, no, no. she'd be giving me a demonic smile as she made her way towards poor little me and as I I've said, I've been waiting
5: all my life for this opportunity.
2: <laughs> this, is, this is what siblings do to each other. I said before I couldn't swim, so I did something like putting both my arms in front of myself and spreading them backwards, kind of like a butterfly. As mean as mean to get away on land, it would probably look something like a ballerina would do. <laughs> well, you're admitting it, Makaka. M- Um, if I made it to shore, she'd leave me alone at least until I got back into the deeper water. But if she caught me, she would drag me to the really deep end because you obviously can't learn to swim when your feet can touch the ground and you can keep a steady flow of air in your lungs. At this point, I would be screaming, let me go, let me go, let me go gargling sound followed by coughing. Don't let go now. Don't let go. And my mom seemed more sympathetic for her because she was teaching me how to swim then my side of things, not drowning in the process. So you know how in some of those cartoons, they say something like I'm light as a feather. Well, one <laughs> time I didn't manage to get away and they were trying to teach me how to kick my feet and keep my head above water. And it was working, but then I thought of cement blocks and for whatever mysterious reason, my head no longer could go above the water. I think, <laughs> half the reason to teach me uh so is so I didn't drown when I fell in deep water, you think? And the other half was because the expression on my faces and the sound I made from a lack of oxygen were hilarious to everyone. Did I make it on the show?
5: <laughs> yes you
0: did. <laughs> yes you did.
2: <laughs> you did make it on the show, but not for the reason you wanted to. And so <laughs> see, it's got a middle school flavor to it. And, uh, that's why I love it. So, um, yeah, you, you gotta learn how to swim. Every kid in Florida, it's like requirement. They, they you go to swim class. We, we sent our kids to the Y to teach them how to swim. I, I learned how to swim. I think cause somebody just threw me in a pool one day and, uh, and I survived. And I think that's the way we used to do it in the South is, um, you throw, throw a kid in the pool. And if they swam, then they made it. If they didn't, they'd hide them in the woods and, and put their face on a milk carton. And that's what you saw in <laughs> elementary school, where kids that just didn't learn how to swim. So,
5: that's what the sister was probably thinking. This is my opportunity mm-hmm. to be an only child. Ah, to get all the good stuff again.
2: That's it. Yeah, siblings, sibling sibling rivalries, bad stuff. So,
5: bring us a story. All right, this one is from Jay from Kansas. Uh, and I, I have no idea, boy, girl, it's just the letter J, yes. not J-A-Y, Yeah, just J,
2: Yeah,
5: like my middle initial, J, but mine actually stands for something. Anyway, J says, I was at a Walmart with my mom and brothers. I don't think it was the usual one we would shop at, so we were a bit farther from home than normal. I was homeschooled at this time. Oh, and by okay. the way, yes, you show the marks of being a homeschooler. He said farther instead of further. <laughs> Good job.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute, I gotta, I gotta... So where does your son go to school? There we go. Okay, now you can continue.
5: I was homeschooled at the time and probably fairly early on in grade school. My mom usually didn't doesn't eat out if it can be avoided. Especially at that young age, doing so was a treat. Oh, I can sympathize with you yes. so much. Yes. It was always a treat to both eat something interesting and not eat mom's food.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I could say the same thing. We we would, we would travel to the doctors. Like, like if I was sick and I had to go to the doctor, we would always eat at McDonald's. And that's the only time I remember getting to eat at McDonald's as a kid was when, when she only had to pay for one kid, you know, at a time. So it was a money thing. But anyway, (laughs)
5: Whatever the circumstance was that brought us to this particular Walmart had caused my mom to buy us lunch. At the front of the store was a Subway. My brothers and I were happy to go to it, but even more excited once we saw one of our favorite sights. There, on the counter, stood a small pretzel warming oven. Mm. It was well stocked with pretzels, and they looked wonderful. Mm. Mm. Is your mouth (laughs) watering yet? The soft golden edges flowed to a nice brown. Each pretzel was in perfect size and proportion. Some were salted, and others were coated in cinnamon and sugar. I'm I'm a fan. I'm not really sure what made this occasion so special, because somehow my mom agreed to get us pretzels. Yay! My brothers and I were elated. I've never been a huge fan of sandwiches, so Subway wasn't my first choice of places to eat. But pretzels, they are wonderful. <laughs> my mom got us sitting in a booth, and she went up to order. A few minutes later, she came back with our food. What she handed me was not a pretzel. It was likely a ham and cheese sandwich. Mm. I was disappointed by this sudden surprise, and probably like a betrayal.
2: Yeah. What are you thinking, Mom? And-
5: and asked my mom why I didn't get a pretzel. She explained she had tried to order them, but was unable to. The reason? They were plastic! (laughs) What? Plastic pretzels. (laughs) (laughs) That is (laughs) so wrong!
2: What is this?
5: Christmas ornaments? What is You're
2: not supposed to do that. There's got to be a a law.
5: In a pretzel warming oven, plastic pretzels? What? (laughs) This, This... question so much
2: it was all fake, oh my gosh,
5: oh Jay says plastic pretzels on display at the front counter mm, mm. Y- y- you know this makes sense it's unforgivable. maybe maybe that's what they do just because no one ever buys them, so instead of having to keep replacing them, they just maybe they turned into plastic. I don't know what pretzels oh. do
2: no that I mean, even in that to make this right, you would have to have real pretzels somewhere and maybe they wouldn't look as good at that, but they would still exist. Oh, this is this is like McDonald's with their ice cream machines, you know? You (laughs) offer it, but there's nothing there because they don't want to clean the stupid machines. And
5: I'm sorry, sir. It's broken today. I've
2: I've never seen a pretzel warming machine at a subway, but if I do, I'm gonna (laughs) going <laughs> to reach see if they're in real. <laughs> there and see if they're real before I try to buy one.
5: Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Jay says, I ate my sandwich. It wasn't great and was vastly inferior to what I wanted. Well, yeah. <laughs> plastic. When you have your heart set <laughs> on it uh, and you're expecting a particular taste and it's not that taste. It's like the dip- disappointment of a lifetime.
2: Oh, someone in the chat said what if Sims uh, to Rachel says, what What if mom was lying and she just didn't want to buy him pretzels for lunch. <laughs> Have you thought about that, Jay from Kansas? Maybe mom's to blame.
5: The plot thickens. Mm. Uh, for probably fifteen years after this event, I swore off Subway.
2: <laughs> it's a okay, life-changing we need to talk experience. About bitterness. Yeah. It's time to come to Jesus, uh, Jay from Kansas. It's time to let it go. It's, it's, at this point, it's hurting you more than it is Subway, you know?
5: If we needed to make a stop for food, I would often ensure we went to alternatives. <laughs> I lost sometimes and had to eat there at times, but was able to keep myself and often family or friends away most of the time. That's Do good. not go there. Do they betrayed go. me.
2: They hurt me so deeply. Strangely,
5: food. I wasn't really ever questioned why. There was a time at Quiznos you could get your sandwich made on a pretzel. Ooh, yeah. I was very supportive of that.
2: Yeah, I would to be too.
5: I've pretty much gotten over the incident. I figured 15 years of lost business from myself and others was enough of a punishment for them. I have forgiven them spoken like a true homeschooler, and visited them multiple times on my own in the last few years. Oh, I've never since seen a pretzel warmer at any subway yeah, location. Yeah, same here. But still, who packs a pretzel oven full of plastic pretzels and leaves <laughs> them on the top of the counter like they are hot and ready to go? You are just asking to ruin a kid's day at that point.
2: I think Rachel might be onto to something, Jay. You need to ask your mom about this and she might tell you the real truth that she 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 ruined your life because uh, she didn't want to buy you pretzels for lunch I'm telling you that makes the most sense to me That's I, I
5: picture that someday as sad as this is to think um, Jay's mom will be on her deathbed you know her last <laughs> breath
2: we gotta play the retail say, harp hold on
5: we're changing the story so go ahead A hundred years later, when my mom was on her deathbed, I was holding her hand gently, stroking it, just enjoying every last bit of warmth that she had for all of the many years that she loved me and never told me a single lie because she loved me to my soul.
2: She was a saint.
5: She was the very embodiment of godliness. (laughs) And with her last breath, she looked at me looked deep in my eyes, and said, Jay, first of all, I wish we gave you more letters to your name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a gender, you know? Yeah, just, gender. We just let you, you know, just waller between them your whole life, <laughs> but anyway.
5: <laughs> but Jay, I have something to tell you. I knew the pretzels were frank. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way the story
2: goes right there ladies and gentlemen it's it's all been it was all fake anyway we (laughs) that was great plastic pretzels that's the name of the show right there i'm gonna highlight that for later uh we got a voicemail from amy it's called unhoused body it goes a little something like this
4: hi james and john this is amy from texas and here's my story Okay, so back when I was around 14 years old, my family and I were transitioning from one house to another, so we stayed in um, this apartment complex, like month-to-month type situation, and um, waiting, you know, to be in, in our new home. So we, my mother and I, one night, we went to go do laundry in the laundry room there in the apartment complex. So my mom and I are there, and um, my mom's putting stuff in the washer, you know, just doing whatever, putting the coins in and just busy. And I am just wandering around, looking around, not really helping, just being there with her. And I see this door, and I'm like, Mom, I want to open this door. Can I open this door? She's like, I don't know. Like She's kind of, you know, when moms do, they're busy, and they kind of hear you and just kind of tell you whatever and not really paying attention at the moment. Yep, they don't love you. So her answer to me, I guess, wasn't clear. So I just opened the door. I just went for it. I opened (laughs) this door and I see a body just laying there. (laughs) Everything inside of me, just just like, you know, when you get the cold sweats, like you feel your blood rush through your whole body. That's pee. I was just like. (gasps)
2: That's what pee feels like. I
4: slammed the door closed. And I ran out of there and I called my mom like, mom, 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 follow me. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) And and I was freaking out and she's like, Amy, Amy, hold on. Wait, where are you going? What's going on? I'm like, mommy, just follow me. Just follow me. Just come, just come, just come. I don't have like, like, I didn't have time to talk. I just needed to get out of there. Um, We're just walking towards where our apartment was. And all I had in my head was I just saw a dead man. And whoever killed him saw me (laughs) and was coming after me now. They saw me see him, and now they're going to come after me. That's great. I was freaking out. I don't know if I watched too many movies or what happened, but that's what was in my mind. And I was terrified and just Uh. running for my life, literally. (laughs) So I went in the house. Um, We went in, and my mom's like, what happened so I tell her what happened. I saw, I I saw a dead man in a, room in a closet when I opened it. I think they had like the boilers or whatever. I don't know what they call them in there. And he was just laying there. And my parents look at me. I'm like, I don't, they look at each other and they say, I bet that it was a, wait, hold on. Let me use the appropriate term for this. Now it's not that word anymore. It's unhoused. <laughs> It was an unhoused person. <laughs> thank you thank you for thought. protecting us from the word and They said, was. okay, this is an unhoused person. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it has to be. So they went out and they went and opened the door to where I saw the body. And no one was there. But then they saw a man that looked like he was probably unhoused standing outside of the laundry room. And they asked him, were you like, unwrapped. Um, like sleeping in there? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. But of course, my parents knew he was lying. So yeah. they went back. To Let's call him by the right name, but call food, him a liar. And, and they were, tell me, hey, the body's not there anymore. We're pretty sure it was an on-house person. And they said, um, so we're going to go take him some food. I was so mad. I'm like, <laughs> he just scared the crap out of me. And you're going to go feed him? <laughs> oh. I was so, so tense with the whole situation. Now I understand they did the right thing. But back then, it, I, it did not click in my brain um so yeah anyways that's my story they got some food they fed the man they talked to him (laughs) and i wasn't afraid for my life anymore Uh, anyways that's my story (laughs) have a good one bye
2: thanks amy we appreciate it i i have uh i appreciate you protecting us also from the word homeless um (laughs) uh, (laughs) we're definitely that kind of show that gets upset about (laughs) people using the wrong language but yeah i don't know i don't know i that's scary as crap though you know opening a closet and seeing somebody that's dead uh that's that's horrifying but uh you know it's a good place to sleep
5: you know how how do they know that the guy the unhoused guy did not kill the person (laughs) and take their clothes
2: (laughs) and just hide the body in the dryer and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> while she, while she's like, oh, I got to get rid of this little girl and her mom. Oh, they're leaving on their own. Great. I can finish my job. Yeah.
5: Oh, now they're bringing me food. I guess I'll not kill them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need to play the retail art more often. That's true. All right. We got uh, some more middle school drama. I haven't been playing uh, the middle school uh, drama theme.
5: Uh, move out of the way, stupid.
2: Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, share, us, share us this story from Paxton.
5: All right. Uh, you know, I, I cannot do the middle school drama voice justice like oh. you can. I, I wish I could. Okay. So I'll just read this in my normal voice. All
2: right. Good luck.
5: Because it's hard to read. Hi, James and John. <laughs> I'm Paxton, and I'm a middle schooler. Yeah. My story takes place at Disneyland last April. You know, so far, so good. Yeah. You know, using periods Yeah. and proper capitalization.
2: Grammar. Yeah.
5: I was with my grandpa grandma and cousin we were in california adventure more specifically getting onto the ferris wheel seen that. now with this ferris wheel oh no we're gonna get an explanation <laughs> with this ferris wheel you can either go on a cart that wobbles about you can either go on a cart that wobbles about or one that just goes around like normal
2: thank you <laughs> thank you for sharing that paxton
5: so there's this one that just stays there and wobbles while right. all the others turn around. Right. Yeah. Um. Being fifth graders at the time, we decided to go on the crazy cart. Once we got on, the doors closed, and the huge, beautiful wheel started to move.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: We didn't feel anything at first, but going up and up, my cousin, let's call her Lucy, <laughs> started to get queasy. She didn't crack her neck, did she?
2: Ah. Ah, don't remind me. I had forgotten <laughs> about all that. Stop.
5: Knowing she doesn't like to be dizzy. Well, who does like to be dizzy? Yeah. Uh, no, knowing she doesn't like to be dizzy. I waited for the Ferris wheel to stop. Then we really started to wiggle and wobble. I, I, I figured I need to. Yeah, it in all yeah, caps she's there. putting it in all caps. We really started to wiggle and wobble. I was having a great time, but Lucy, on the other hand, was almost upside down. Well,
2: what? How do, you, how do you get wheel.
5: upside down? I
2: don't know. She's probably leaning over with her head between her legs, trying not to puke. Okay. That's the only thing I can figure.
5: Well, I was laughing my head off. She was screaming, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Finally, once we got off the Ferris wheel, she walked around funny for a few minutes what, telling jokes and stuff? But then back to normal. I hope you guys like my show. I hope you guys like my story, and I hope it makes it on the show. Paxton. The title of this
2: was Nobody Throws Up. And that's the reason why it made it on the show. Because you just, I thought I knew how this story would end. And I thought she was going to bless the, 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 the bad, the Paxton, with some barf. But nobody nobody barfed. And uh, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of that, especially after after Daniel went into such detail about how many times he threw up the other day. So anyway,
5: um, coming this, soon from the Nobody's Listening podcast network, Nobody's Barfing.
2: Nobody's barfing. It's it's just a show about stories where you think you know the ending, but then it changes. Uh, Bailey Campbell writes in a story called Unicorn Head. Hello, my name is Charlotte. What? From Texas. She must have used her dad's email address. That happens sometimes. Um, I also like unsweetened tea and I hate sweet tea. Well, nobody likes you at all. So uh, the title of my story is called Unicorn. Uh, Now I have several stories, but I decided to do a hurt story. I know you might cringe, but it actually wasn't that long ago. So I was in fifth grade and I was like playing at recess And there's this metal jungle gem that's like 40 years old and it's strong metal. And I was running at it pretty fast and my speed was in front of my friend. And I looked back to see if she was catching up with me. And she was just a few feet behind me and I was in front of the metal thing. And I was still running and I thought I had ducked. But it turns out that the metal pole that I run into and I ran into it and I blacked out. And I woke up to a wet, red sight when my clothes were drenched in blood. And my two friends were half carrying me, just dragging me basically through the mulch. I started to scream as I feel around my face. My forehead had a huge bump on it. I was never going to get asked by Billy out to the prom ever. It was just crazy. But several blood vessels in my nose had been popped. See, that's the thing I was mentioning earlier. I didn't know that was the thing. So my lip was torn and my gum was busted. Oh my gosh. So many damages. But there's a lot of things happening at once and I was overwhelmed. So I was like, can everybody just chill for a minute and let me bleed for a while until I get my head together?
5: Uh, just, once, Just put me in that apartment complex room over there. Just yeah. lie me down next to the washer and dryer.
2: Can I check out what's in that closet? Um, anyway, once I get to the nurse, they look pretty concerned. I was, I was not really worried about the throbbing pain everywhere on my face. The one thing I was worried about were my clothes. I was so proud of picking out this cute outfit and thought my mom would kill me once she found out they gave me some medicine and I was on my way back to class. I don't think she got as damaged as she's making out if she got to go back to class unless it was an inner city school because that the inner city school is like if your head ain't missing go back to class but anyway once i get there everyone thought i had died so they had made a poster for me (laughs) (laughs) they're so reactionary they're so quick But then on the next day, I got bullied because I looked like a unicorn because of the big swollen bit in the middle of my forehead. Hope you like my story. Bye. Oh, and please ring the bell for me three times. Okay, we did. And we loved your story. Thank you so much, unicorn head. Sorry.
5: So this other day, I was like totally drenched in blood. It was the coolest thing ever. That's what people would say today.
2: Yeah. like yeah. Dude, where'd you get that blood? I just love that she was worried about her, her outfit. I was, just, Oh my gosh. But I do understand on a real sense that, because it is true when you, when when somebody gets hurt when you're a kid, you, your first concern is not for the kid that got hurt. Your concern mm-hmm. is for who's, First of all, who's got to go and tell the parents or it, and even before that one, it's, can we handle this ourselves and keep, keep from going to the parents at all and, and not getting in trouble? Like somebody's foot could be missing and it's like, can we reattach it somehow, get some glue, you know, stick it together, stick their hands together and, and then stick their foot back on. And then, and then the argument is who's going to go tell the parents. And, uh, it's always the youngest. The youngest has to go get in trouble for getting hurt. Yeah, exactly. So you're more concerned about trouble than anything else. Uh, we have a voicemail. It's from Trevor. It's called the scammer soul. And, uh, i've had a similar experience to this recently so i'm looking forward to it so
3: well hey there james and john this is trevor from missouri i had an interesting conversation with someone i haven't seen in a long time on facebook yesterday so i got a message where it was just like hello and um, i replied back i hadn't seen him in a while so i was like hey long time no see how are things And she was saying, hey, been doing good. God has really blessed me and my family. How have you been? And so I talked a little bit about how I'm a youth pastor now. And and she was like, oh, wow, that's great to hear. Have you received your mega bonus yet? And I was like, mega (laughs) bonus what? And she was like, yeah, I meant the cash donated to randomly selected people by the PCH and Poker Star Mega Bonus Association. Did you get it yet? And I was like, no, I don't even know who those are. And so she said back, I got $25,000 cash from them and I saw you picture attached to your name on their winners <laughs> list when the FedEx deliver it's me legit. my home. It's legit. Uh, this is, I'm just reading straight from it. Should I share you their claiming agent contacts so that you can get yours too? That is so hard to say. My goodness. <laughs> but I, I replied in the most loving Christian way possible. No, get a new job and stop scamming people out of their honest money. Well, to which my friend uh, replied... Um, well, they didn't, uh, because I got a message then saying this person is unavailable on messenger. Now I I wish that were the end of the story almost, but, uh, this, uh, this, uh, obviously a scammer, um, was so tenacious that they, instead of messaging the, which she previously was messaging the account that my wife and I shared together. Now she went directly to, uh, my account. His cheating account. Uh, and started a conversation. So I was like, okay, this is probably the scammer. Um, so this is how that conversation went. She said, uh, hey there. And I was like, hey, what's up? And she was like, hey, not much. What about you? And I was like, just chilling. Anything new with you? To which she replied, have you received your mega bonus yet? <laughs> well, I, I thought I'd drop the Christian scare tactic. Um, um, I was I was fed up with the the normal replies, and I and I wanted to instill the fear of God in this lady. So on. I said, "It oh, may be a man. I don't know whoever the scammer was impersonating." My friend, I said, "God will one day judge you for taking people's money. I want you to face that day without fear. So please get to know Jesus Christ." With and within a minute, I got the response: "This person is unavailable on Messenger, but I I hope." I hope they took that message to heart and are now giving to the poor instead of robbing uh, poor (laughs) seniors out of their retirement savings. Anyways, this has been Trevor from Missouri with another story for you. Um, I'll leave it to you to determine who the real LBB was. This person who is just trying to honestly scam people out of their money. Or the person who invoked Christ's name to scare the living fear of God in people. I hope you have a wonderful day. Trevor from Missouri, over and out.
2: (laughs) Okay, so... I have a lady, I have, I have friends, you know, that are old friends from, from back in the day when I was a pastor at, uh, at Sheffield in Kansas city. And recently one of them friended me and, and I've, I've, I'm familiar with this scam. And so I was immediately, uh, suspicious cause just out of nowhere, this lady I knew years and years ago friends me, but I can't not friend her. So I friended her back. And I left it alone, and then I get a message from her. Hello, how are you? And I I ignored it. I ignored because I knew I knew if I responded, it was going to be you know oh I'm blessed because I've gotten the megabucks deal thing you know, mm-hmm. and so I ignore it. And but she keeps saying hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? And finally, I wrote back and I just said, I'm great. It's nice to hear from you. Uh, whatever. So I just wanted to move the, move the process along. And they wrote back and I'm blessed. I am so blessed. Things have been so great. Uh, how about you? And I said, what are you up to these days? And I wrote, well, I'm a scammer now. (laughs) And I get on Facebook to people that I haven't talked to for a long time. And I ask them (laughs) for their money. Oh, no. <laughs> and that took a bit of a chance. Because what if it really had been her? It would have been the weirdest thing ever. But, uh, yeah, basically, I was trying to find the the message. It's all been deleted. The friend is gone. Yeah, of course. You know, the of whole course. thing. Uh, so uh, I, I missed out on my chance to get money. But uh, it it was, I, it was so much fun just being on top of that instead of being the recipient of it. Just giving it out in the first place. So, Anyway,
5: I am a messenger scammer's nightmare because I like having fun with those messages. So much fun that I've written a special response to a particular type of scammer that probably James has met too. And here's what I'm going to do I'm going to tease something. We're saving it for the special bonus for patrons. Okay.
2: Okay. All right. Very cool. That's my
5: special thing that I. I, James is going to read my special response that I give scammers.
2: Scammers. Very nice. I didn't know what it was. He told me he had something, but that's great. All right. We got one more middle school drama. So
0: uh,
2: Uh, um, Uh, it's called Uh, Sometimes I try to come up with cute names for it, but this one they titled themselves How I Got Hit by a Kiwi on the Tallest Roller Coaster in Georgia. (laughs)
5: Wait, wait, hold on. Are we talking kiwi, the fruit, fruit, or a person from New Zealand?
2: No, we're we're not, and we're not talking about a small endangered animal, or or either. Or, or that. So yeah, uh, we're talking about a fruit. So, um, so here I go. I went to Six Flags with a couple of friends to have fun. On the last ride, we decided to go on the Goliath, and now this is huge, like the biggest roller coaster. All right. So I got on and like changed my seat three times to make sure I got the most out of it. Hopefully before it started running, I was so <laughs> wrong. Okay. So I had my eyes closed for half of the time. And literally the second I open my eyes, I see a hurting ball of something coming towards me, a hurting ball, you know, I'm in pain. Yeah. Uh, It was a Kiwi on a roller coaster. It hit me on the bottom lip and the rest of the ride, I had no reaction. I just put my arms down and literally just sat there. When the ride ended, the waterworks started. I was 12. I had a swollen lip, but at least it's a cool story. (laughs) Turns out they had a Kiwi stand at the Six Flags entrance. Gia Joseph. Thank you so much. I appreciate your story. <laughs> oh my goodness!
5: What else do you do when you get hit in the face with a kiwi? Why, why the fruit, I, not the person. I've
2: never seen a kiwi stand, and I've never, I've never seen a, uh, uh, uh what, what is it? A, a pretzel warmer at a subway. I've never seen a kiwi stand. And it is Six Flags in Georgia. I, I don't understand. That's that's weird, but. Uh if I bought one I would probably throw it at somebody on a roller coaster <laughs> so it's, it's
5: a I wonder what happens when I throw this it'll it, be really cool it becomes a hurting ball
2: and um <laughs> I love middle schoolers stories. I love them so much. But unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today. Surely you have a funny life story and you want to hear it on the show. Well, call us today, toll-free 833-55 Story, or email that story show at gmail.com. Review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do. Get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show and remember when something weird annoying embarrassing or painful comes at your bottom lip or, or, or your capillaries explode or whatever in the freak happened today uh don't get stressed don't get depressed and don't call them homeless just think hey this belongs on that story show we'll see you guys next week bye thanks daniel Kiwi. I appreciate you coming on last minute. That's one thing I didn't mention is this man pulled this off in a matter of hours. I asked him, John, John hurt his back. He, 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 he's fired now. He's never going to be on the show again. I'm kidding. Um, but he needed a break and, uh, Daniel stepped in. So thanks, Daniel. You're the best.
5: You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I hope John's Kiwi incident.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I hope he super glues his mouth shut or something. (laughs) It'd be weird. Be weird if that happened. But Uh, plastic pretzels, definitely on my future menu. That's what I want to eat. What I'm gonna ask for by name.
0: What's the story there, Mom?
5: Let's start a kiwi stand business.
2: I don't want to hurt anybody